Hi, and welcome to part two of the holiday edition of Heard and Seen. Thanks for joining us. I'm John. And I'm Lee. In part one of the holiday podcast, we talked about our favorite holiday songs. Today, we're going to cover our favorite holiday movies. We realize it's almost the new year, but we believe that means there's still a few more days to enjoy a holiday movie or two. Hopefully, our list will inspire you to watch or maybe rewatch one that will keep the spirit of the season alive for you just a little bit longer. Oh, and while we will be discussing movies this time, we just want to let you know there will be no mention of the one that begins with the letter B and ends with the letters A-R-B-I-E. We figure uh, We figure you've probably heard enough about that one already. Consider our doing this a belated Christmas gift from us to you. All right, so jumping in. There we go. <laughs> the Snowman is a British animated short based on Raymond Briggs' children book, children's book of the same name. There's no dialogue in this story about a boy who builds a snowman who comes to life and takes him on a trip to the North Pole. But there is a great soundtrack, and the animation is fantastic. It's got a beautiful song. I can't think of the name of it. Flying in the Sky? No. Could be. Could be. <laughs> we'll but... have to look it up. We'll put a link to it on our at the end of the podcast, because it's so beautiful. I hope you either have heard it or will listen based on the link being posted. Um, well, another yeah. animated favorite of ours is The Polar Express. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a more recent movie that's that has become a, a modern classic, in my opinion. It's visually stunning, and it's a story of a boy whose belief in Santa Claus is redeemed after a trip on the Polar Express train, hence the name of the movie. Tom Hanks is great as the train conductor, I think. And I believe he plays pretty much every other character in the movie as well. He does? Yep. I didn't know that. Okay. The soundtrack is on my list of favorite holiday music albums also. A couple of the original songs are a little bit corny, but, you know, it's a kid's movie, so I guess that's to be expected. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. All right. We'll give him a pass. And another one that I'm sure most of you have already seen, but it needs mentioning, is Elf, another modern classic. I have seen, personally, this Will Ferrell com comedy sorry, about Buddy, the six-foot-tall elf, many times to date, but it never fails to make me laugh out loud. If you haven't seen it already, well, I have two words of advice. Watch it. Or at least watch the highlights on YouTube. It's a great showcase for Will Ferrell's comedic talent. And it's heartwarming, too, don't you think? Yeah. Believe it or not, I like it, despite not being a big yeah. Will Ferrell fan. Yeah, so but he's good in it. I thought it was a great role for him, yeah. It's one, and as a bonus if you have kids, it's one you can watch with your kids and not find anything, I don't think, very offensive to younger ki younger people in it. So... Nope. And speaking of family-type films, um, one of my favorites is A Christmas Story. And it takes place well before my time, believe it or not. But it's one of my seasonal favorites because I relate to a lot of the different scenes and uh, setups in the movie. My dad was stationed in France when I was a kid, and we didn't have a TV over there. I don't remember the Little Orphan Annie show from the movie, but I did listen to the old-time programs broadcast on Armed Forces Radio. 
We eventually returned to the U.S. and saw quite a bit of my mother's parents. My grandpa was always tinkering with the coal furnace, just like the father in A Christmas Story. Except my grandpa didn't swear, at least not around us. <laughs> and another thing that reminded me of the movie was my second grade teacher repeatedly told us a story about one of her childhood friends. As in the movie, the little girl got her tongue stuck to the runner of her sled. No way. Yep. And as my teacher told the story, it was on a dare. Like now, in the movie, right? Well, I don't know if it was a double dog or a triple dog dare. But anyway, that story stuck with me. And the scene where Flick gets stuck to the flagpole in the movie cracked me up when I first saw the movie. And another way it resonates with me is my Uncle John and Aunt Julie sold Christmas trees. The scene in the movie where the tree seller haggled with the father over the tree reminded me of Uncle John's customer service. This is the perfect tree for you. What? You don't like it? Ah, here's another great one. He would do anything to make the sale. Hey, that's the name of the game. Capitalism. <laughs> Finally, I could relate to Ralphie and his BB gun. My dad gave me a Daisy BB gun when I was five years old. I could only use it under his supervision. However, Mom warned me many times to be careful or I could shoot my eye out. Is that in the movie, too? That's in the movie. <laughs> now, I never did shoot my eye out. Thank but, goodness. But, uh, again, it reminded me of the movie. I bet. Uh, we just saw National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation on the big screen. We took a trip down to Richmond, Virginia recently, and there's a theater there called the Bird Theater, which is an old movie palace, and it's a really great place to see films. On certain nights, if you're lucky, you can catch Bob Gulledge playing the Wurlitzer organ, and it's it's quite a spectacle because the organ, you can't see it when you sit down in the theater, but once he's getting ready to play, the organ rises up from the orchestra pit, and then you see Mr. Gulledge at the organ getting ready to play. This time around, the organ had a small Christmas tree on top of it, and Bob played a few holiday songs. We even sang along. That's right. That was fun. And then after that, he and the organ descended back into the pit as the movie started. This movie is really funny from start to finish. I had forgotten just how funny it was, but I laughed quite a lot. One hilarious disaster after another thwarts Chevy Chase's character's plans. What's his name? Clark. Clark, Clark Griswold. That's, That's right. For a perfect family Christmas. Every family has their own black sheep. Cousin Eddie, one of the characters in the movie, and he is really hard to take, but in the end of the movie, he does save the day. Well, kind of. The SWAT team he calls in pretty much destroys the Griswold house. Well, you know, yeah. they have to do their job. <laughs> Another one that's on our list is Jingle All the Way, the story about Arnold Schwarzenegger's befuddled father trying to snag a Turbo Man action figure for his son's big Christmas gift. Of course, he waited until the last minute, and he stumbles his way through many attempts in his quest for this rare toy. The comedian Sinbad plays another father trying to grab the same elusive toy for his son. It's funny, it's light, but uh, it's worth tracking down and watching during this season. I agree. It's fun yeah. to watch, and it gets you in the mood for the holidays. 
And uh, I don't know, some of the older ones from when we were kids, won't say how many years ago. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, there you go. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the animated special. Frosty the Snowman, the cartoon animated special. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Those were on TV every year during the holiday season, and they were all must-sees for us. And we can't forget a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, love that. To this day, I feel like that was one of the best ones to see on TV or have a DVD or stream, however you watch things. Yep. Everything about it is great. The animation, the story, and the nice jazzy soundtrack. While it is a show for kids, its message about trying not to let the commercialism take overtake the spirituality during the holiday season it's one for the kids and grown-ups alike to ponder. And we can't forget, while we're talking about shows we watched on TV as kids a few <clears throat> years ago, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's another one of, I think, both of our childhood favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. We're talking about the 1966 animated short film, not the Jim Carrey live-action version or the 2018 movie called The Grinch. So there's been a few versions, but I think the original stands the test of time for yeah, us the absolutely. best. Chuck Jones was the director of classic Warner Brothers Roadrunner cartoons, and he adapted the Dr. Seuss book into a TV special. This version has lots of his signature touches, like the evil grin that keeps curling to take up the Grinch's whole face. Chuck doesn't need more than 25 minutes to tell this story. Anything longer would be just fluff. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that's a classic. Now, speaking of ones that people consider to be classics, I've personally never understood everybody's love for It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, it's always on the top of the best movies for the holidays, but I'm not a big fan either. I know we're in the minority. <laughs> yeah. But George, who's the main character, played by Jimmy Stewart, he spends most of his life disgruntled, which the movie shows in uh, overabundance. The angel Clarence shows George how the other people would be adversely affected if he had never been born. In my mind, the real story is how people were adversely affected by George's many years of being grouchy and bitter because he feels stuck in married life in Bedford Falls. Maybe it would have been better if he didn't exist. <laughs> or, Again, not to be a downer, but I just don't get it. Yeah, it's not in my top top of the line either. I just I understand it's a well-made movie, but yeah, the story is not my favorite one for the holidays. If I'm going to watch a story about somebody who's unhappy, I think the Scrooge tale is Probably a better one that yeah. I enjoy, if that's the right word for it. Uh, and speaking of older holiday movies, we just recently watched, or I did, I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but Miracle on 34th Street for the first time this year. I know, what took me so long, right? And I think I'm going to add it to my list of holiday favorites. I really loved the young Natalie Wood, who later starred in movies such as West Side Story, as the daughter who, along with her mother, reluctantly comes to believe in the magic of Christmas, thanks to a department store Santa who believes he is Santa Claus himself. It's a charmer. It was great. It was great. And, uh, you know, I, I like the ambiguousness. Hmm. It's like, is he? Isn't he? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, they sort of indicate that maybe he's crazy, 
but that's up for the viewers to decide, I believe. And I decided he's Santa Claus. Exactly. Okay, so anyway, a couple of darker movies with Christmas settings or characters also make our list of holiday favorites. In Bruges is one of my favorite dark comedies. It takes place in Bruges, Belgium in December. For that reason, I'm adding it to my list of favorite holiday movies. You can feel free to disagree. But basically, the plot follows two Irish hitmen sent to Bruges to lay low after a bungled job in London. One of them, the older one, loves the fairy tale look and feel of the medieval buildings. The other guy, played by Colin Farrell, he's the younger hitman and he's bored to tears by everything there. Rafe Fiennes has a memorable role as their boss. It's not a heartwarming film, but like I said, it, it's got really nice scenery and it takes place in the holiday season, so I'm counting it. All right, we'll give that to you. And one final black comedy that isn't for everyone is Bad Santa. To me, Billy Bob Thornton is the perfect actor for the role of an alcoholic, amoral, skinny Santa. Again, not for everyone, but... I enjoy it. Oh, and one more that we saw not too long ago, Krampus. It's another darker holiday film, but it's an enjoyable watch for people like us who prefer our holiday eggnog, which is sickly, sicking, all right, let me try that again, sickeningly sweet at times to be tempered by a couple dashes of cinnamon and a shot or two of bourbon. In other words, you're not going to see this one on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I guess that does it for our list of holiday favorite movies. I think so. All right. And we wish you all the best in 2024, which is just around the corner now. And, shameless plug, we hope you will include listening to our podcast in your list of New Year's resolutions. Happy New Year. Bye-bye.